Savage Mind Podcast, and we are live. It is midweek. It is hump day. It is nearing the end of October, getting about a week away or so for Halloween. I hope everyone is handling fucking business, taking control of your life, taking action. I hope we are making the necessary changes and holding ourselves accountable. I feel good today. I feel accomplished and that's a good feeling and I feel like that certain things are starting to take shape and starting to <clears throat> fit together in a lot of different aspects of my life and that comes from making sacrifices, hard work, dedication, consistency and got a long way to go. There's no finish line. <clears throat> Excuse me, but it is not by chance. It doesn't happen by accident. And it these things, my life, my mission, my purpose, is my life for the rest of my life. That will not change. However long I have lived on this earth and in this life with my loved ones, with my people, every day I have to wake up and work on my purpose, my mission. Not someone else's. I may still have to work for now for someone else. But that is not my mission. That is not my purpose. And I will not stop. I encourage those of you who do not have something outside of your family and outside of your job to please find something. Whether it's exercising, whether it's writing, whether it's reading, whether it's whatever, any kind of exercising, whether it's a new hobby learning a new skill, self-educating yourself, and then the creativity will start. It's hard to explain that for people that do not have a life or any hobbies or any passions outside of those things. That's why you feel like you do and you feel like life is so mundane and so routine and that's why we always try to fill those voids and deficits with other things, other people, material things, entertainment. That is the truth. And only people that live in this world understand that. So let's talk about this. Uh, This is a training podcast. And I want to talk about this because I have an upcoming. Anyone that follows any of my content knows me in real life. Like always, one or all of those things uh, knows how hard I train and what I do. And I don't feel like I'm even close. I don't feel like I train hard enough. I think I suck. And I think I have a lot of work. But I fucking do not quit hammering. I work at it. I got it's a it's a a goal with no everything that I do is a goal with no finish line. So I want to talk about this, which is I have an upcoming 50 mile ultra run. It is the Barrier Reef Ultra, uh, Port Aransas, Texas. It will be the first time I've done this race. It will also be the first time for me. Considering myself a minor, and when I say minor, air quotations, uh, okay, I've explained this before. Ultra running, to my knowledge, is anything above a marathon. So, I have done technically, I don't know, somewhere between 7 to 10. This will be like somewhere between 8 and 10. I'll give official listing after this. Uh, But when I say that, I mean what I call them small ultras. Uh, because the ultra can be, you have, I don't know what the specific category is, 
I call it small ultra because it's above a marathon, above 30 miles, and it's not yet got into triple digits. You have ultras of any again, anything 30 miles or uh, above a marathon. I believe you can look this up and that's pretty correct. 30 miles, 50 miles, you have 100 miles, you have 200 plus miles. I'm not even close to that. I am working towards that. So uh, <clears throat> I have done, all of my ultras have been between 30, uh, excuse me, let me say this, between 30 to 48 miles up to this point. And when let me say this, when I say the 48 miles, I've done two podcasts on this, I believe, which was the David Goggins 48-hour challenge, which is four miles every four hours for 48 hours. I've done two of them so far, two years in a row. I have not done that mileage consistently without stopping yet. Up to this point, the most I have done is about 35 miles at one time. I have done 48 miles, but that was in different time parameters. <clears throat> Anyone that... Uh, understands this type of training, understands where I'm coming from. I feel like at this point, to where I'm at right now, I feel like I'm ready. I'm not ready for anything after that. So I have a lot of different things to go over leading up to this. This was the next thing on my checklist. This was what was due next for me. Uh, As you have seen or if y'all follow any of my <clears throat> podcasts or any of my other brand pages that I usually post these things, what I decided to do this time with my upcoming uh, race challenge was I didn't <clears throat> post it on my social media pages for anyone locally because I feel like that most of my support comes from outside my community, outside from people I know. And uh, <clears throat> so what I did was I went a different route. On my social media pages, I decided, because I had a couple people, or a handful of people, excuse me, reach out to me and ask me what I do leading up to it. I got some videos I haven't even posted yet that I did on my last hard training day, and that's what this is about, this podcast. So if this bores you, then feel free not to listen. If you're interested in it, again, my podcast encompasses a lot of things. A lot of it has to do with my training, uh, other people's training, uh, Experience, lessons, uh, <clears throat> from myself and other people because I usually reach out to people who I know have done similar things or these type of challenges or races. So let me be clear about this. I do not take experience or advice from anyone On anything I do, I mean training, I mean relationships, I mean traveling, finances, business, anything. I look at the source and I want to know the formula on everything before I support, encourage, or give congratulations. So we're talking about training today. So I only reach out to people connect and network with people who have done what I've done or much more. And I get their training methods, what works for them, what they have done, what they feel like that wasn't useful to them. And 
all of these things and I apply it to what I've already done and to what adjustments I need to make. And t- I've, I've, I cannot give an experience or an opinion off of something that I have not yet did. So that's what I try to do. I try to provide data and share my experiences to any of you or anyone that wants to listen to what I've done up to this point. But I will not ever say I've done something that I haven't done. So from now on, when I do a podcast or do a post about an upcoming ultra, most likely from this point on, it will each race or challenge will be uncharted territory. I've now finally got to the point where this next race will be something I've never done before. Everything after that, most likely, unless I sprinkle in some other stuff just to do in between, will all be uncharted territory. So I have to find and figure out a new formula, new methods, new trials, errors, failures, breaking points every race after this pretty much i got some other things on the list i have to do that i've done before that are maintenance stuff and i will talk about that later not in this podcast but in another podcast so i cannot speak on anything that i have not done so i like to gain knowledge and experience and opinions based off of what my constituents my network have have done and i take into consideration I take notes. I appreciate their feedback. I value that because I know that they've done it. So let me be clear about this. There's certain things in this world when it comes when it comes to things like this. And there are many other categories that could fall in this under this criteria as well. There's certain shit you can't fake it till you make it. You can pretend like there's that you do some shit. I'm using running right now or ultra training. You can c- kind of wing it doing a 5K. Whatever you feel like. I'm not talking about times. I'm not talking about any of that. Maybe a 10K. You could probably do a lot of things with no training and get through it. There's certain things that you can't fucking pretend. You can't fake it. You can't flex. You can't post about it and not do it. Because it's going to show the fuck up come game day. Come go time. Come time putting rubber to the pavement. Come time to be a fucking beast. Not post your beast. When it's come, when it comes time to do what beasts do. To do what fucking savages do. To do what animals do. This is not for fucking pretend. When it comes time to show the fuck up. If you didn't put in the work. It'll fucking show up. And that's why some people will never compete in these arenas. Because you're competing with yourself. And your fucking lies, your fucking pretend, your fake will show the fuck up. Because sometimes, even when you've trained up, even when you've put in the work, you've made the sacrifices. Sometimes you still don't complete. Sometimes it still don't work out that way. So much less when you don't. So you only can do feed that shit to people who do that shit too. You can't come at us with that shit. Because it doesn't work. Come game time, it'll show up if you didn't do it. So, what I was going to talk about today was what I had decided to do was I had a handful of people reach out to me and ask me what I do, like I mentioned. And I wanted to keep it 100% transparent and real, like I fucking feel like I do on everything. 
And if I don't, I'll call myself out and I'll, I'll go make the adjustment and I'll make it right. Uh, I could get on there and lie about my meals, lie about my training, lie about do I did I drink beer, did I drink wine, what I ate, how much sleep I got, whatever. Lie about my training and then it looks like that I'm the voice of authority or the the fucking expert on it. But I don't do that and anybody that knows me knows that. So I decided to put about a 10, around a two-week journal. And the and the reason I say the two weeks is because the last two weeks are the most crucial on my, uh, so uh, Instagram, I put it on Instagram. One of my Instagram pages are real stagnant. I want to back up on that. This is a, something off the subject. My podcast, uh, Instagram, has been dormant for some months now. I just want to let anybody know it's real, it's real neglected because I'm going to revamp it and I'm going to make some adjustments and I'm going to combine that page with something else. So please, I will be sharing that. My regular Instagram page, uh, I'm thinking about making some adjustments to that. I have been posting my journal and what I've been doing since this last following Saturday, uh, which I believe was like this. See, today's the 22nd, I believe. Uh, that, that gives me like 13 days out from the race, that 14th day being race day. So this is uh, the uh, <clears throat> Ultra Barrier uh, Coastal uh, Race, and it was a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, and a 50-miler. Oh, excuse me, a 50K and then a 50-miler, and I have done a 50K. I have done more than one of them, and I almost signed up for it and realized I was – not fucking holding myself accountable. I was like, no, that's not what I'm doing. The next thing on the list is a 50 miler. That's the next thing on my checklist. That's part of my criteria, part of my obligation and commitment. This is what I need to do. So it's a different terrain. It's, it's primarily flat. It's uh, all in the sand, whether it's hard packed sand or it's loose sand. We don't know what the weather conditions will be like right now. Uh, and I will be taking my oldest granddaughter and my wife, my mamacita with me as well, uh, to this one. That, that was my support on my last ultra. And that's who's going this time as I grow and develop. And I do more of these. And as my grandkids grow, anybody in my family is welcome to go support. They usually have other things going on or they're not concerned with it. As these grandkids get older, uh, the oldest granddaughter is about to be eight in December. We didn't take her to one of these till she was six. As the other grandchildren get older, I'm going to expose them and take them to these events as well. As soon as they get old enough. Right now, it's too much to manage. So right now, she just goes. I very much will be including them. So, uh, again, I do everything better off the cup. Off the cuff. I usually don't have it. Occasionally, I do a podcast if I have notes in front of me. And that will be for something specific so I don't forget it. But I wanted to talk about what I've done leading up to getting close to training. So, uh, close to race day. So right now I'm at, uh, let me see. Nine days out. Uh, what feels great about this is you feel nervous. You feel butterflies because each time is something. When you get into uncharted territory, I realize now everything, each time it's new. It's a first time over and over. Uh, me and my me and my mama see to talk about this a lot. We've done so many things for the first time, the first time again, uh, the first time every time, and it's not always going to be that. But it feels 
You don't know what to expect. It's the unknown. You don't know what how you're going to do. You don't know, have you trained hard enough? Have you not trained hard enough? How will you do? Uh, what is the outcome going to be? What is the conditions going to be? How are you going to feel? And go into that deep, dark place where you feel like giving up. So that's that's a reference point. I, I have. That's what David Goggins talks about going to that cookie jar and having a reference point of a place you've been before to pull from. And those dark moments you want to give up, you want to quit. And a lot of a lot of people have not faced much adversity in their life. They've either gave up, they've been soft, they've been weak. Uh, other people have handled their adversity for them, handled their problems for them. They can't handle a lot of stuff. They're soft, they're sensitive. Uh, that's the truth. And because of that, you don't have nothing to pull from. You don't have that place to reference back to. A lot of people that are really soft and really sensitive and that are really undisciplined and weak... The place they pull back from is a place of addiction. A place they pull back from is a place of laziness, a place they gave up. And I encourage people to find things. It doesn't have to be ultra running, but you need to find things like this. That's how you have a reference point of strength. I talk about this in a lot of podcasts, but I can't be, I can't be more clear about how crucial this is. So nine days out. So my last hard training day. was on Sunday. Uh, the education I put together with my own experience and training and other people I network with, <clears throat> again, trial and error, uh, is I needed to do my last long run, last heavy, hard training day, close to two weeks out. So mine was 12 days out. I wasn't going to be clear about this. You don't need to do the whole thing. That's that's not what you do. It needs to be over half. So half of what I would do in the race is 25 miles. But I feel like I needed to exceed a marathon. I wanted to fall between 25 and 30 miles. I felt like 27.1. And I felt like I still could go. I didn't worry so much about my time. I didn't worry so much about my pace. What I did was I dialed my pace in of what I needed to do for 50 miles, which I knew what I was going to run the, the first half. And and it's expected that your pace and your stamina, your strength is going to go down at that point. The, the second half or whatever laps we run. So let's say for people that don't understand this, the first 25 miles, the second 25 miles is not going to be like that. Not even, For me, I know it's not even going to be close. And I, I, I have – I don't have un- any unrealistic expectations about what I'm going to accomplish and what I'm not going to accomplish. I keep it very well within the realm of reason uh, the first time I tackle something and the first time I go after it. And this will be my first time. So I've set my goals. I've set my standards. I've set my expectations, and I'm not going to share them right now. So what I did the last day was I ran uh, – I didn't even think I was going to be able to do that because the day before, on a Saturday, I busted my ass on my house working on my fence. I had to dig two holes with a post hole digger by hand. For those of you that don't know what that is, you probably haven't did that kind of work in your life. I poured concrete. I pulled two or three poles out of the ground. I pulled 15 or 20 center blocks over. I carried buckets of water. I had to climb a fence 15 or 20 times. I had to move 10 or 20 pieces of flagstone that were heavy. All the things I had to do. So I beat my body up too bad. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to do what I, I had. 
my scheduled training day tomorrow. So I was mad at myself. So when I got up, I told the mama Sita, I said, there's just no way this train, this day is going to go like that. And I had to remember, she goes, you never know, babe. She goes, you're probably going to surprise yourself. I said, man, my body's beat up. I'm tired. I didn't hydrate right. But I'm hydrating all the time. I might drink beer. I might drink wine in moderation unless we're on vacation. But I'm hydrating all the time. I keep water with me constantly. I'm I'm usually three liters on a in a, on an off day. I'm three liters. I'm three liters to a gallon is probably my my average. And it hasn't always been like that. But it's been like that since I've been an ultra runner. Uh, the last two or three years, I've been pretty consistent about that. So I got out there. I didn't take my normal cooler. I didn't have anything iced down. I took my liquid IV. I took my bananas. I took. My cliff bars, I took my water, uh, uh, a couple of changes of shirts because sometimes it starts getting raw, starts getting too loose, it starts hanging. I can manage with the same shorts, but sometimes I, I always have to change shirts. And most of the time, I will do a sock change out. I did not do that this time. And uh, Again, it was my own my own training day, so it wasn't race day, but I do a lot of virtual challenges, as y'all know. So I, it was eight eight point three mile loops is what I had dialed in for myself. I did three of those plus some. Uh, what I did was uh, after the first uh, eight point three mile loop, I did a shirt change out. After the second mile loop. I did another shirt change out, and I took off my bandana to my running hat that covers my head, especially I have a bald spot. And even though it wasn't that hot, I realized my head gets burned sometimes. I don't notice because it's in the back, and sometimes I forget that it, I got a bald spot. <laughs> so the first the first leg, 8.3 miles, I did. Uh, you know, I had drank a couple liters of water before I got out there. I drink a – my energy drink of choice is a Zoe. It's sugar-free, orange. I like every most things orange. And a uh, cliff bar. I ran 8.3 miles. At the 8.3 miles, back to my truck, I grabbed a banana, ate the banana, <clears throat> drank probably 10 ounces of water, changed shirts, did another 8.3 miles, came back. Oh, at the eight, at the after that, that was about 16.6, 16.7. I changed out my shoes. This is something I didn't do enough in the past, and I don't know why I didn't. It didn't come into play and really stand out to me until I got I passed that that mileage when I when I started when I started attempting small ultras. I realized my shoes and the people I network with and study that I need to change out my shoes. So at 16, 17 miles, I changed out my shoes. I ate a banana. I grabbed. I don't like carrying a water bottle with me. I don't like it. Put on my fanny pack, strapped it up, had my necessities in there, took a liquid IV, shook it up, took the water bottle with me. I kept that water bottle for about six of those eight point something miles. Uh, and I didn't feel like I needed it after that. So at that third leg transition, I drank another 10 or 15 ounces of water. In between mile uh, 16 to 24, I ate another Cliff Bar, drink another 10 ounces of water. I, at mile 24 to 27, I was able to finish up without anything. So you got to remember, first leg, 
shirt change out. First lap, whatever you want to call it. First lap, shirt change out. Second lap, after the second lap, excuse me. Shoe change out, shirt change out, switch from bandana to a hat, strapped on the fanny pack. The mindset is do not, anybody getting started with any of this, if it's a short race, you'll be okay. Again, I'm only speaking from my experience. I am no expert. I'm not speak, giving you advice. I'm telling you what I do. Do not change stuff on race day. Shorter races, you might be okay. Longer races, you prob- you change some on race day, and sometimes it's very, very, uh, how do I say it? Excuse me. I, I'm about to say the wrong word. It's very crucial that you don't change stuff on race day on long races. It can really fuck you up. Don't change what you take in. Don't change what you eat. Don't change what you drink. Don't tr- change your dress attire from what you're comfortable in. So what I did on that last hard training day was I made sure what I, this is what I do with all of my races. I mimic what I'm going to wear in that race, depending on the weather. I'm going to go through, I'm going through that as I, as if I'm in that race, same clothes, same gear, same everything. So I got through that and the way I was depleted from the day before that really made me feel like I must be training hard enough up to this point. Because if I can do that the day before and go run 27 miles the next day, then I, I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. We'll see. I feel confident, not cocky. I feel humble and confident in the fact that I'll be able to accomplish what I intend to accomplish. And my goal is always mission complete. I don't say how I'm going to complete it. I don't care what my place is. I don't care what my time is. I don't know what I'll look like when I'm done. My goal is to complete every mission. That's my goal. And I plan on doing that this time as well. So what I do is I have a two-day break, Monday and Tuesday. Monday was a total recovery day, and I still had to work. So I still worked a 10-hour day. I did not work out. I did not lift weights. I did not even attempt to run. My legs were too shot. Tuesday, I used it as a gym day. I went in and did focused on chest, did core, did some abs, did some light triceps, and did a little bit of biceps and left. 30, 40-minute workout. Today is Wednesday, hump day. That's usually my first run back, depending on how I feel. So let me be clear about this. The runs from today to up till time for the race will not be really long runs. And then I'll have a last taper run about two or three days before race day. They will all be between four and ten miles. Again, this is my this is what I'm doing. I, I might have to, I know I might have to make adjustments going forward. Should I have done longer taper runs, shorter? Should I have scaled back my pace? We will find out. So today was a standard four-mile run. I didn't kill myself. It felt good. I stayed within my guidelines of the goal. I make daily goals as well on almost everything. My time, what I'm doing, what I need to accomplish for the day. Uh, I have to consider am I working that day as far as my full-time job or not. If I don't, I calculate more stuff in. This is everything I do. I plan every day the best I can because I want to be deliberate and my time is so valuable to me. Yes, I plan every day almost to the very hour unless I'm on vacation. And that's what vacation is for because it's earned. So what I did, so I did a four-mile basic run. I kept it within the guidelines and pace that I felt like I needed to stay in and not push it too hard. 
so tomorrow's Thursday. That will be a non-run day. I will hit the gym that day. I will do a couple body parts and do core. Friday, I will do another small, short run, probably between three and four miles. And then I will probably hit an eight to 12 miler this weekend. When that's done, Monday will come around. I won't run. Tuesday will be a very small, slow run. And then Wednesday, I'll do my last taper run of next week. I will eat Thursday and Friday. I won't do anything but rest because I have to go down there and check in, packet pickup, do all my stuff that I have to do to, to, to check in for that race. And then Saturday, I will go get after it. So I just want to share what I've done the last two weeks leading up to that. Uh, and that's so between my last hard run, which was Sunday, a little over 27 miles, I will get approximately, counting today, one, two, three, probably between four and five runs. If I was not training and I had not did that long training day, I would have done about seven runs in that amount. So in a uh, in a nine-day period, usually I'll run seven. Uh, <clears throat> nine-day to ten-day period, I'm going to get about seven runs in. In this time period, I will only do about five. I do not want to be. I do not want to take a chance of risking injury, uh, straining anything, spraining, spraining, sp- having a ankle sprain, turning an ankle, uh, fucking getting too sore, any of that. So I will share what I what I, the rest of what I will do later, and after the race. I just wanted to talk about that because uh, this is uncharted territory. So. Next thing on the list, uh, the Barrier Reef 50-mile ultra, Port Aransas, Texas. But I'm going to do another pod, couple of more podcasts in between this time. So anyone that has any questions that would just like for me to share my experience that I could help you with, please feel free to reach out to me. I don't care if you've done nothing or you're just getting started or you just want to share what you do as well. Please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, any of my social media platforms, Messenger, if you have my number, uh, comment on the podcast page, comment on here, and please, very important, please share and most definitely go subscribe. If Even if it's the bare minimum, subscribe. Not just listen and follow, go subscribe. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play. I believe Apple and Spotify are my biggest platforms right now. I believe it's also on Amazon Music. I believe. <clears throat> I know for sure. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker. If y'all haven't heard of that, that's a podcast platform. And also Anchor. Big shout out to Anchor. First ones that put me on. I'm humble and grateful for them. Uh, I need to do another plug for them. That reminds me. 2 to $10 a month, folks. Please go subscribe. Please share. Please give me feedback. And I'll talk to y'all in a few days. Love y'all.